2: Hello and welcome to episode four hundred and ninety-nine of the Veasan Market Insights podcast. I'm your host Josh Applebaum. Happy Thursday, Thursday, everyone! What is going on, and what a night in college hoops last night, guys! I'm looking overall eleven and five plus two point two six units, but really the story of last night is our money line short favorite system in college basketball. Really coming through for the team. 8-1 and one last night. Uh, here are the winners. East Tennessee State, Creighton, Alabama. Love that Bama Fae the Trendy Dog play. Uh, Wake Forest, Quinnipiac, Southern Illinois, Virginia, DePaul. Shout out to DePaul. They lost it. I was hoping they went outright. Didn't matter. We took them 7.5 on the spread. So a nice little spread winner there. And the only loser by the way, was Iowa. Did anyone see how that Iowa game ended? Um, that was a really ticky-tack, cheap foul. It was a rock fight all night, and then you decide the game on an awful foul call there. So uh, that's me going 8-1 and one, or us going 8-1 and one, but still being bitter that we couldn't have the clean sweep there. But really excited to kind of see this, uh, this really transition that we've made in college basketball really start to stack some units here. So I'll just give you a preview. It is a massive slate. I have, uh, believe it or not, I'm going to have a full kind of breakdown here in a second. But I'll just tell you right now, get out your pen and paper. I got a lot of college basketball money line matches tonight with some spread sprinkled in as well. But great 8-1 night. Uh, we were 1-0 and o in the NHL. So Colorado Avalanche, I'll take that every time. Nice Avs win. Uh, and then NBA, 2-4. and four. We got the Orlando over. We got the Clippers over. But you know what really, really annoyed me, guys? Uh, The Oklahoma City Thunder under, or sorry, the Oklahoma City Thunder over. We had over 220 and a half. They were well, well, well on uh, pace of going into the fourth quarter, blowing this thing way over. They combined for 30 points in the fourth quarter. So literally, I mean, you talk about ice cold. I mean, that is just pathetic. Literally 30 points. You, You should get 30 points for one team. And the other team adds in twenty five. That was just uh, really, really a bad beat, uh, you know, in my opinion. Here in uh, Memphis, couldn't get that one. Cleveland kind of blew it late. Uh, but two and four NBA, but a good night in the NHL. One and zero, oh, uh, and I'm really uh, burying the lead here. I, I guess I'm not because I let off with it. But uh, college basketball eight and one. So let's see if we can see uh, see if we can keep this thing rolling here, keep the train on the tracks because we're getting some traction here with our money line system uh, with these college basketball plays. So a ton to get to today, guys. Uh, it's going to be an NHL day and a college basketball day. And I got a quite a few bets here. So I want to talk about how to attack a a night when you have a lot of volume. I think you got to be mentally prepared. You got to have your bankroll in check. You got to have your unit size and your bet. not bet to win. So we'll talk about that. Uh, because I got a lot to get to. I actually filled up. I think I broke a record today for notebook pages that I filled because again, Typically, you know, when we were in like the summer and it's just baseball, I fill up one page. You know, other sports come around, you fill up maybe two pages. I have one, two, three, I have four pages filled uh, with plays today. So I'm really excited for hopefully a big, in particular, college basketball night. So uh, I got a lot of college hoops. I got a lot of NHL. That's what we're going to be focusing on. We did have some interesting updates for the NFL playoffs, Um, so I wanted to hit on that uh, at the end. I have a very interesting stat in terms of uh, how these divisional round home favorites do. It might shock you, this number that I'm going to tell you in a little bit toward the end of the pod, Uh, but a lot to get to off of a good night. Having a good week here, guys. Let's see if we can keep it going after a nice 11-5 plus 2.26 units. And again, uh, Iowa ticky-tack foul and not getting the OKC over. That should have been, what, 13? and 3. So again, let's see if we can keep it going. A ton to get to. I'll do a very short uh, housekeeping here because again, we we, we got to start getting into these plays. I- I'm excited. Today's a really special day uh, just in terms of system matches and uh, the excitement of a big board. I feel excitement every night getting down in the arena, but tonight in particular, I'll just give you that little taste. Uh, but anyway, guys, a lot to get to. Very short housekeeping. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Type that into your computer or your phone then submit your email, put it in, hit submit, and then every day you're going to wake up every morning to my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. You get Dave Toohey's ATS report. You get Andy McNeil's daily NHL column, JBT's daily NBA column. You get promos for legal sports books. We got a big new one here, uh, BetMGM, the king of the sports books uh, parlays, cash and everything. Not parlays, just kidding. Do you know that Jamie Foxx commercial? I know uh, exactly uh, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but the unders, the oval unders the overs, and the unders. Anyway, that always uh, cracks me up. But anyway... Promos uh, for legal sports books in the newsletter every morning. Take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. And, again, the newsletter costs you nothing. It'll just uh, allow you to wake up every morning thinking about sports betting, getting your brain churning, looking at uh, different lines and numbers and, uh, and articles. We have you covered there at VEASAN every single day. So it's free, VEASAN.com newsletter. Then, of course, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. You need accurate, reliable data. You need uh, insightful information, and you need – um, breakdowns and advice from respected betters who have been in the industry quite a while and have uh, have the respect of the book. So that's where we come in at VEASAN. We have a great promo right now. It's the Big Game, Big Dance offer. Only $69, covers you now until they cut down the nets for March Madness. But you'll get a live stream of all the VEASAN programming. You get every punch of the weekly magazine. I got my UFC biting plays uh, ready for tomorrow. And by the way, I had someone uh, tweet me uh, yesterday and say, what are you talking about biting? Like, what, what the heck is wrong with you? And here's the reason why. The crazy announcer who I love uh, who uh, at the beginning says in the left corner standing at five foot five weighing 125 pounds and he always starts it by saying biting or he's saying fighting okay but it sounds like biting and when I sweat UFC with my buddies my buddy Lars would always, uh, he always says, biting when it's really fighting. So that's where it comes from. It's the announcer, uh, the guy out in Vegas. So, again, to answer your question. Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, you'll get every points of the weekly magazine, uh, gamble and lose breakdowns for every UFC bet or his plays uh, for the weekend. you also get uh, the afternoon best bet emails and, you know, best bet picks from guests and hosts. You'll get, um, obviously, live stream of all the shows, all of our betting guides, everything behind the VEASAN.com paywall all included with the all-access membership. And again, now until they cut down the nets, only $69. So we offer a 10-day free trial. You can go monthly. You can go annual. Annual's the biggest discount. Or you can get this big game, big dance promo. Uh, but that's vsan.com slash subscribe. And again, if you're listening to this pod, you want to get better as a better, uh, you know, knock on wood, no pun intended, um, you need to have data to rely on. Again, a good craftsman never blames his tools. A good chef has the best ingredients. If you want to win at sports betting, Really, it's all about leaning on the data. So, again, that's where we come in at Vison But that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then, of course, guys, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is a critical resource for us as sports bettors because it's our really our live line uh, into news and breaking news and breaking injuries and following local beat reporters, getting inside intel, uh, searching players, maybe in a tweet deck column. Really, really important here, um, and again, we want to be the first to know, not the last to know. So hopefully, we can jump down on or jump on some lines uh, before they move, before some uh, before some slow square books haven't adjusted here. So that's really where it comes in. But also following Blue Checkmark Sportsbooks, um, and of course, creating gambling uh, community through direct messaging. Really, really uh, important here if you're going to bet on sports to be on Twitter. So make sure you follow at vson Live the Mothership. You can follow me at josh underscore insights. You can always send me a direct message. You can always email me, josh at Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new sports book. You need an app uh, you know to track your bets. You gotta you need a live odds page. Beeson.com slash odds. Let me know any kind of questions you have. My goal is to help you uh, make sharper bets, you know, read the market correctly, offer some betting education along the way, and hopefully uh, hopefully pick out some winners here along the way. Uh, so anyway, guys, as I uh, – maybe you can hear it in my voice. I'm excited about today. I have a, a little – because I have a lot of bets, and anytime I have a lot of bets, I'm excited – I'm also kind of a little nervous because, again, you have a terrible night when you're playing volume. you got to keep that in mind as well. So I'll have a full, uh, you know, in a second here because I want to start with the NHL. But once we get to um, uh, right through the intermission, we'll take a break. Then we'll do all the college basketball. And before we do, I'll tell you how many bets we have. Uh, I'm going to set the over-under at 20 and a half bets. Do you think I have over 20 and a half bets today or under 20 and a half bets today? Uh, So we'll find out after after the break, and we'll talk about how to attack days with volume, things to be aware of when you're you're getting down a lot of bets. Uh, But as I said, I want to start off with the NHL because a nice little NHL game last night. I'm actually kicking myself because I saw a little bit of a move toward the Arizona Coyotes. Um, and I didn't play it because I had a lot of Devils stuff with home favorites, but I don't know if anyone took Coyotes. They won 4-1, to one. Uh, but no complaints here about a 1-0 night with Colorado getting it done for the team. So let's start talking about our plays for today. First one on the board for me, starting in the NHL, Pittsburgh Penguins. Kind of a big number here. Uh, But I got down on the Penguins. They open at a lot of shops around a minus 270 favorite at home against Ottawa. They've been steamed up to around minus 310, minus 320. I got them at minus 290. Um, This is a money line play for me. If you want to go spread, I totally get it uh, on the puck line here, minus one and a half, minus 130. This is just a straight money line. You know, bet risk, not bet to win, risking one unit, trying to get a third of a unit back. Uh, this would match quite a few systems here. And really, the number one system, as you guys know, our banger home favorite off a win versus opponent off a loss. 87 and 31 this year, 74%. Uh, you look at these home favorites, 200 or more. 88 and 32, 73%. Uh, favorites off a win, 66%. Uh, and the other really good one um let's see home faves with a line move in their favor 69 percent but home faves 200 or more off a win 81 percent. so a lot of matches here with pittsburgh uh pittsburgh is also 16 and 9 as a favorite 10 5 and 2 at home ottawa 11 and 20 as a dog 6 9 and 2 on the road and pittsburgh's got a rest advantage they last played the 17th versus ottawa playing the 18th this is also kind of a revenge game for pittsburgh if you look back uh, early November November 13th Pittsburgh lost to Ottawa 6 to 3. So I think that might be something in the back of their head Pittsburgh getting healthier, playing well here a lot of matches. My first play Pittsburgh Penguins now around a -310. Again, bet to not bet to win. You're not risking 3. Un- 3.1 units to win one. You're risking your one unit. Whatever that means for you, 3% of your bankroll. If you only have 100 bucks, this means you're risking Three units every single – or $3 every single bet. Your unit size would be $3. That means you're risking three to get one. Doesn't sound great, but that's kind of the way to attack these big numbers, in my opinion. Uh, Next play for me. Let's go Dallas Stars. I'm on the Dallas Stars on the road, guys. Dallas Stars open a pretty low number, like a minus 160 favorite. They've been steamed up all the way to minus 210. So big move in their favor. Um, I'm looking at this spot not as a loving Dallas here, but betting against Buffalo. And they owe us because Buffalo, who'd they beat? that last time uh, that was kind of a huge shocker that uh, kind of one of our very few losing NHL nights, man, I already forget all these plays after they happen. Uh, Ottawa. Yeah. They beat Ottawa three to one. Okay. Uh, so big move toward Dallas on the road favorites with a line move in your, in their favor uh, have been, uh, have been great this year. You'll get that 69% favorite with a line move in your favor. You also look at Dallas um, big road, favorite 200 or more 27 and three. ROI that also match with Dallas. But as I mentioned, um, I like Dallas kind of a low spot because they've lost three straight. They're going to get Robertson back, really important player that should benefit them. Uh, They're rested. Uh, This is a, they're not rested, but but basically Buffalo is the more tired team. This is their fourth game in six days. And betting against Buffalo, who's 11 and 26 as a dog, six, 11 and three at home. Give me Dallas stars here laying around a minus 200, minus 210. Next play for me. Let's get some revenge. My Boston Bruins, let's go Bees! after a pathetic display on Willie O'Ree night, losing 7-1 to Carolina. That thing was over before it began. Uh, should be Linus Allmark tonight, not Tuca. Um, but what I like about this one, two things. Number one, line movement toward my Bs. Uh, they open around a minus 145 favorite. They've been seamed up to minus 185. Home favorites of the line move in your favor, 69%. Home favorites in general, 65%. Uh, conference home favorites, 67%. There's a lot of matches here with the Bruins. Um, so it's a play on the line move to the bees. Also the Bruins 18 and eight is a favorite 12, seven and one at home. Washington is kind of tired. Uh, this will be their fourth game in six days. Again, I think he had a good effort off a really terrible seven to one loss for the bees. And really what sent me over the edge of the Bruins is big injuries to Washington. Uh, in particular, their top two defensemen, uh, Carlson and Dimitri Orlov, both going to miss this game. Uh, I think you get a good effort out of the bees with a line move. So give me the Boston Bruins minus 185. Uh, next play for me, Nashville Predators. Let's go Preds. Good buy a spot on the Preds as well, uh, who have lost four straight. But good line move. Predators open minus 130 at home against Winnipeg. They've been steamed up to minus 145. You're matching a lot of these home fave line move systems, conference home fave, home faves in general, all uh, all over 65%. Uh, basically, some steam hitting Nashville here. Uh, Nashville ten and six as a favorite, eleven and seven at home. Winnipeg only three and eight is a dog. And not only are you you know buying low on Nashville after some losses, uh, UC Saros uh, is rested. He's had a, a few days off here, the starting goalie for Nashville, and also um, some injuries for Winnipeg. No Blake Wheeler, no Brendan Dillon, but the other one is uh, Ellers uh, or Eilers. He's a really good forward for them. He's out for this game, so uh, injuries toward uh, Winnipeg. So give me Nashville at home minus one forty. Couple more. Uh, I'm gonna go Florida Panthers tonight. Uh, they open around minus 150. They've been steamed up a little bit to around minus 155, minus 160. This would match a um, uh, road favorites, uh, favorites of the line move in your favor. Also, another bounce back. Where remember that bad night we had in hockey the other night? They uh, Florida lost five to one. So I think you get a good bounce back, good effort out of them. Bobrovsky starting goalie should be in there. Anytime you see Spencer Knight for Florida, I get worried if I'm on Florida. Um, but you're also looking at a kind of a fade Edmonton play. Edmonton's lost six straight. They're two and 12, their last 14. They have no Ryan Nugent Hopkins tonight. He's a really big, important player for them in Florida. uh, 25 and nine is a favorite. And again, I think you had a good bounce back with your starting goalie back in there and coming off a big loss and betting against, uh, against Edmonton here. Uh, My last play of the night, I'm gonna go Colorado Abs guys. I I this isn't a perfect play for me because Colorado's on the second leg of a back-to-back. If you look at recent performance, uh, you know Colorado's winning a lot of games, playing great. Uh, but this is I think their fifth game in seven days, something like that. I think it's the what is it the fourth game in six days for LA. So technically Colorado would be a, the, the, quote unquote the tired team here, but I still think there's value because a couple things. Number one. Darcy Kemper, your number one goalie for Colorado, is playing tonight. He didn't play last night. Francois actually was really, really good last night if you watched that game. Uh, this also kind of buying low on a dip. A lot of these books open like minus 190 Colorado. They got down to around minus 170. Now they're starting to tick back up a little bit. Um, but even though it's a kind of a tired back-to-back, you're starting to see buyback on Colorado. They'll have their number one goalie in there. Um, in Colorado, 25-9 and is a favorite, 10-6-2 on the road. The Kings, only 10-15 and is a dog, and the Kings have lost two straight. And really banking on the Colorado offense here. Uh, 4.3 goals a game versus only 2.9 for the Kings. So if this was back to your backup goalie and, you know, uh, you know tired off, a you know, maybe off a loss, I wouldn't be so much into this. But I think with Colorado, if you get Colorado abs, guys, we're getting to a point with the abs where if you get them anything under minus 200, it's hard not to sweat them. Uh, so I'm on the abs here. Uh, I got a minus 175. It's probably now around like minus 180. So that's our six pack tonight. Pittsburgh, can we get four of these? Can we get five? Pittsburgh, minus 300. Dallas, minus 210. Boston, minus 185. Nashville, minus 140. Florida, I got minus 150. Now Florida's like minus 160. And then Colorado, minus 175 or minus 180 now. That's our six-pack uh, in the NHL. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break, guys, but I'm serious when I tell you. Uh, during this break, I don't know if you guys are at home, you're in your car, you're listening in your your headphones, coming back or going to work, you're on your lunch break, whatever it may be. Grab a pen and paper because I have a. This is, I got to say, the biggest college basketball uh, podcast play slate that I've had, I, I think, ever since we've been doing the pod. Which, by the way, uh, I feel like we're about to get. Uh, enter the 500 Club. You know, in SNL, they have the, the Five Timers Club if you host five times or you hit 500 home runs. Uh, well, we're about to get 500 tomorrow. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, get your notebook ready. Uh, get excited. I have, uh, and I'll tell you, the over-under is 20 and a half bets in college basketball. Get ready, a huge college basketball night after a great 8-1 last night. Don't go anywhere. Finishing up strong with college hoops. I got no NBA for you, which I'm fine with uh, because, again, NBA continues to be the the sultry mistress that just always lets us down. It'll turn. We'll get back to winning NBA. Uh, But I want to focus on the sports that are doing well for us, trying to make some money here. Green Bay. Bay. Uh, College basketball. I'm looking at my notepad. College basketball and NHL with a lot of college hoops when we return. Don't go anywhere on episode 499 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat in the arena with every single day, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. A huge college slate when we get back. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Thirsty Thursday, a day away from a big Fay the Public Friday, a big UFC biting slate, uh, and a, uh, another big divisional round weekend here in the NFL. So looking back toward last night, guys, again, loving college hoops. Eight and one last night. Uh, I'm still mad at Iowa for that cheap foul call. But anyway, 11-5 overall last night on the pod, plus 2.26 units. So let's see if we can uh, string together uh, another another good streak here with some wins. So I told you before we took the break, I gave you the over-under 20 and a half bets. Well, anyone who, who, uh, who hammered the over, you just won your first bet of the day. I have 24 college basketball bets today. Now, here's the thing, guys. I always, if you don't know this, I every game that I talk about on the pod, I play myself. So I never want you to think that, like, if I mention something, like, uh, I'm just doing it to fill space or, you know, doing it to just, you know, string out the pod. No, if I mention something... I personally have bet it. I, I don't know. I feel like I've said that before. I've had some people ask me, but I always want you to know that. But when we get to a night like this, where, where we have again, six, co- six NHL games. so, you know, that's kind of usual. Typically have, you know, five to seven NHL bets, but we haven't had a night where we have 24 college basketball bets. So I want to say a couple things about volume before we even break down these games. Number one, you got to have the mindset of it's going to be a long night. So whether you start off hot. don't get too, you know, cocky, whether you have a a tough struggle early, don't get down on yourself. The key with volume is that you have to be prepared for big swings. Volume can mean a huge night where you stack a ton of units. Volume can mean a tough night where you give away quite a few units. So you got to mentally prepare yourself for being a volume better and having a volume night. Now we talk about all the time. Uh, You guys know the drill by now. We're contrarian-based bettors on the pod. We want to be on the sharp side of every play. We look at line movement. We look at historical betting systems. But the importance of bankroll management is really, really critical on nights like tonight when you have a lot of bets. So here's the thing, flat betting. Uh, really, I'm a huge proponent of flat betting. I have a full chapter in my book on flat betting. Now, the what flat betting means is you're, you're defining your bankroll and you're basically, I would suggest between 1% and 5% of your bankroll per play. Uh, basically, 3% is a good medium. And then every single bet you make, you're always risking your one unit. You're always risking whatever 3% of your bankroll is. Um, the other side would be, um, basically Kelly criterion Kelly criterion means, and again, I don't want to, if you want to do Kelly criterion, all the power to you. I'm just not, you know, goodwill hunting on a chalkboard here. I don't have pivot tables and I don't weight my plays based on confidence level. Sharps do I think we can strive to do that. Kelly criterion means you basically bet more or less on a bet based on your confidence level and based on what your data is telling you. Like if you have a huge edge on this play, we're risking three units on it. If we have a smaller edge, we're risking one unit or half unit. I know people who do that and they're successful with it, but I think for the vast majority of bettors, make it easy on yourself, especially if you're a new bettor. Define your bankroll. Your bankroll is your disposable income. Your bankroll is an amount of money for you, what we call, or my, my uh, fiancé always calls it funny money. Uh, it's the funny money that you've set aside only for sports betting. And think of it this way. If I lit that money on fire and you lost it all, would it affect your life negatively? If that, If the answer to that is yes, if you are now short on groceries or the mortgage or your car payments or whatever, then that number is too high. You need to think of your bankroll of if you lost it all, it would suck, of course, but it wouldn't kill you. That's and when, once you come to that number, whether it's a hundred dollars, $1, a thousand dollars, you know, ten thousand dollars, it doesn't matter. But whatever that number is, define your bankroll. So if it's a hundred dollars, that's what you're starting with. Hope you get some odds boosts and sign-up bonuses and take advantage of everything. Um, but once you have a hundred bucks, uh, you're risking three percent, which would be three dollars a game. You're always betting to risk, not bet to win. When you bet a game on your app or or uh, you know on your phone or on a computer, it'll have two boxes typically. It'll say a risk and a win. You always want to go to the risk box, and it's always your one unit, whatever that is for you. So on a night like tonight, and ba- this goes for every night on the podcast, I feel like sometimes we have new listeners, and I just want to kind of get people back in the way of thinking about this, um, is that flat betting, bettrist not bet to win, that's critical, especially when you have volume betting. So I just wanted to, to define that uh, before we break down this massive slate. So, again, 24 bets in college basketball tonight. Get ready. The over 20 and a half cashed. Uh, and I'm going to see if we can maximize this edge here on these money line plays because college hoops, what a turnaround it's been. I, I had, like, PTSD first couple first couple weeks of college basketball. And, really, it was switching totals, erratic totals, uh, to now leaning on money lines. So I think that's really, really important. I think there was one, was it one play last night that if you uh, took the money line, you would you won. Whereas if you took the spread, you would have lost. I thought there was one of those games. Um, let me see. Oh, Alabama. They end up winning by three. Uh, it actually got too dicey at the end. They missed some free throws there. So again, Alabama, you lay a three and a half or four, you lose. We money line. We won. Always remember that. That's why we do this. Uh, so let's dive right in because once we get going guys, this is going to be, this is going to be a stream of consciousness here as we run through all these plays. So let's get after it. First one going St. Louis against the university of Massachusetts, my safety school. Uh, I went to UVM instead. But anyway, I'm on St. Louis, guys. There was maybe a little movement here toward UMass. St. Louis opened around a you know four-point favorite, three-point favorite. It's down to two and a half at some shops. But I think this creates good value to take St. Louis on the money line. I money line St. Louis minus 140. Ken Palm's got him winning by four. Uh, got him ranked 73 in the country versus 156 for UMass. Both teams are averaging 78 points a game on offense. The difference is defensively. St. Louis only giving up 66 points a game versus 78 for UMass. Uh, and really the rebounding margin as well. St. Louis on the boards averaging almost 40 rebounds a game, only 33 here for UMass. And also UMass 0-4 and in conference play. Now that we have a lot of data on these teams, guys, I look for discrepancies, and we'll go through a lot of them today. I found a ton of them. I like a discrepancy where, like, one team is good in conference play, the other team is bad in conference play. The team at home is really good at home. The opposing team is bad on the road. Those little things I think we can start to apply to some of these games. So first one for me, St. Louis, uh, money line, minus 140. Next play for me, let's go Georgia Southern, little Sunbelt action. I wrote, about this one, I wrote about this one in the newsletter, but this game opened at a pick'em. Public is split down the middle. It's kind of a low-back game, but we're seeing this line go to Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is now a pick'em to a minus one-and-a-half point favorite. So I money lined Georgia Southern, minus 125. Ken Palm's got them winning by one. So I money-lined it. They're the better shooting team, 48% versus 46%. And here's what I mean about home road splits. Coastal, 0-4 on the road. Georgia Southern, 5-0 at home. So give me Georgia Southern on the money line, minus 125. Next play for me. I'm a little worried that this might be another Iowa play, uh, but I'm going to take Purdue tonight. Uh, I got Purdue on the money line, minus 160. Purdue opened, uh, 2.5-point favorite on the road. They are kind of the public play here, which gives me heartburn. Uh, but not just public, looks like smart money as well because they were 2.5 up to 3.5. So line movement in your favor. Uh, hopefully this is a revenge from our Iowa loss. This is the same exact spot. Uh, but Ken Palm's got him winning by 3. That's why I don't want to lay the 3.5. Uh, he's got him ranked much higher, 4th in the country versus 28th for Indiana. Uh, and I'm leaning on this Purdue offense. They're averaging 86 points a game, only 75 for Indiana, and a better shooting team as well, 50% from the field versus 48 for Indiana. So I'm on uh, Purdue there on the money line, minus 160. Uh, next play for me, our fourth president, JMU, James Madison. I'm on James Madison. Kind of a high number. I didn't really consider this play, but it dipped, and it it's still high, but it's kind of uh, a number here that I'm a little more comfortable laying. I took James Madison minus 250 on the money line. Uh, again, kind of like a big hockey play here. Uh, but this game actually opened, James Madison laying 7.5. Got all the way down to 5.5. That's when I hit the minus 5.5 on the money line, minus 260. I think that's the low-water mark. I think it probably creeps back up here. But big advantages here for JMU. James Madison, uh, both these teams are giving up 67 points a game, but the JMU offense averaging 78 points a game versus only 68 for NC Wilmington. Field goal percentage, big discrepancy, 48% from the field JMU versus only 40% for NC Wilmington. Ken Palms has got him by eight, so if you want to lay the five and a half, hey, I, I, I totally get you, but I'm not going to fix something that ain't broke with these money line plays. They've been treating us well, so I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, got uh, ranked much higher, 191. For JMU versus 268 for NC Wilmington. And JMU great at home, 7-1 and one at home. So give me JMU, minus 250 on the money line. Let's go James Madison. Next play for me, uh, Drexel on the money line. Similar to James Madison. Drexel opened as around a six-point favorite. They're down to 5.5, so it looks like some money did come in on Elon. But I'm going to buy low on Drexel now. Minus 220 on the money line. Ken Palm's got him by 8. So, again, if you like the spread, save the points. But I'm going to go money line. My, uh, they're 157 in the country versus 243. Uh, Drexel's got the much better offense, 46% from the field versus 43% for Elon. And Drexel is, here's another big one. Drexel, 4-1 at home. Elon, 0-7 on the road. Give me Drexel to win the damn game, minus 220. Next play for me, Georgia State. Give me Georgia State uh, on the money line. Another big one, minus 240. Um, But I ask you this, Georgia State is 6-7. App State is 10-9. Georgia State has lost three straight. uh, straight. App State is 4-1 their last five. Why is Georgia State, who's got a worse record and has played worse recently, why are they favored over App State? Why is a 6-7 team favored over a 10-9 team? And why did Georgia State open minus 5, and now they're up to minus 6, 6.5? Six I got the minus 240 here uh, for Georgia State on the money line. Uh, again, fishy number. Ken Palm's got a winning by 4, ranked higher 173 versus 192. Here's another good split. Georgia State, 4-1 and one at home. App State, 2-5 and five on the road. And Georgia State really banking on their offense to show up tonight, hopefully. Knock on wood. 74 points a game versus 67 for App State. So give me uh, Georgia State on the money line, uh, minus 240. Uh, Another bigger number here, but I still feel like there's value. Belmont. Give me Belmont on the money line. They're on the road at Moorhead State. Uh, They open around minus 6. They've gotten down to minus 5.5 or 5 at some shops. To me, that provides now a better number here to go money line. Uh, I got them minus 220 on the money line for Belmont. So just win the damn game, Belmont. What I like about this Belmont play uh, is their offense. They're averaging 81 points a game versus only 70 for Moorhead. I don't think Moorhead, hopefully knock on wood, has the firepower to keep up with Belmont. Ken Palm's got him by four, as I said. Got him ranked much higher, 56 in the country versus 135. And it's the offense and the shooting. Belmont is shooting 50% from the field. That's pretty damn good versus 46% for Moorhead. So give me Belmont on the money line uh, around minus 210 or 220. I forgot what I said. Uh, next play for me, uh, let's go Florida Atlantic. FAU, baby. This is actually a spread play, believe it or not. Uh, Publics all over Western Kentucky, but I'm seeing the line drop to Florida Atlantic. This is my kind of hopefully DePaul spread winner from last night. But my one spread play, uh, I might have another. I think this might be the only one, though. But Florida Atlantic, open getting two and a half. They got down to one and a half. They're back up to two. But I'll take the plus two with FAU here uh, on the spread, not the money line, the spread. Ken Palm's got him losing by one. That's why I want to grab the points here, the plus two. But this is a play on a big home versus road split and a line move. Not only is the line moving to FAU, but FAU is 8-3 at home. Western Kentucky, 0-3 on the road. So I have a good home team versus a bad road team, and the line's going to the good home team. Give me FAU plus two here, guys. Uh, Next play on the board. Uh, What do we got here? Um, Let me see if I get these right. Chattanooga. Let's go Tennessee Chat. Tennessee Chat, baby. Going to buy low on Tennessee Chat. Uh this game opened Tennessee Chat laying uh four. It's down to three and a half or three at some shops. This provides us a better number on the money line. I'm on Tennessee Chat on the money line, minus one fifty-five. Uh Ken Palm's got him by three. He's got him favored. Uh Greg Hoops has him by five and a half, so Greg's more bullish here. Uh but Tennessee Chat in conference play, four and one. Uh you look at NC Greensboro, two and three. Uh they're both giving up around sixty-three points a game defensively, but again, banking on a better offense with Tennessee Chat. Averaging 77 points a game versus 63 for NC Greensboro. Field goal percentage, 48% versus 42% for NC Greensboro. So give me Tennessee chat on a minus, what did I say, minus 155 there on the money line. Our next play for me, VMI. Let's go VMI, baby. They open laying five. They're down to four and a half, four, four, four and a half, something like that. So I did see a four that went up to four and a half. So it's hard to tell whether this thing is going in their direction or away from them. Let's split the difference. We'll call it pretty much a line freeze. Uh, but I like this VMI play. I got them on the money line minus 185. Ken Palm's got them winning by six. He's got them ranked 195 versus 233 for Samford. Uh, Again, banking on two things, uh, or I guess three things, field goal percentage, VMI, the far better shooting team, 46% versus 43%. Big edge on the, on the boards here, VMI, 40 boards a game versus 36 rebounds for Samford. Uh, Samford is only one and four in conference play. Another home road split. VMI has been good at home. Five and one Samford three and four on the road. So give me VMI on the money line. Uh, minus 190. Uh, Next play for me, Western Illinois. Another buy low here uh, on a line that dipped a little bit. But Western Illinois, home against South Dakota. Western Illinois opened uh, lane six. They're down to five and a half or five. Again, providing us a a little bit better of a number on the money line here. I took the money line, uh, minus two, I think I got minus 240. So, again, another kind of a big number here. Uh, But minus 240 Western Illinois. You may search around. I see a minus 225 out there. So, Always have multiple outs and chop around. But I like this Western Illinois spot. By the way, does anyone know, if you're in pub trivia, what's the mascot of Western Illinois? The Leathernecks. That's pretty badass, the Western Illinois Leathernecks. That's pretty cool. Let's go Leathernecks. Again, Ken Palm's got him by 6. Greg Hoops has him favored by 7. Western Illinois ranked 193 for Ken Palm versus 248 for South Dakota. Big home road split. Western Illinois is 6-1 and one at home. South Dakota is 1-5 and five on the road. And big uh, edge offensively. Western Illinois averaging 81 a game versus 73 for South Dakota and rebounding 39 boards a game versus 35. So give me Western Illinois around a minus 240 on the money line. Another play I wrote about in the newsletter, bowling green, baby. This is just kind of a classic sharp play. Bowling green opened as a one and a half or two point favorite at home. They've been seamed up to minus three. Greg hoops has them favored by three and a half. Ken palms got them by three. Uh, this is another kind of a fishy number. Bowling green's nine and eight. Akron is 10 and what is Akron? 10 and five. Why is a nine and eight team favored over a ten and five team? Uh, I like that fishy play. I want to be with always that fishy side. Bowling Green offensively, uh, eighty four points a game versus seventy three Akron. So I think the edge here is offensively. Uh, rebounding, forty one a game versus thirty seven for Akron. So advantage on the boards. Another good home spot versus a you know not great road team. Akron's only played three road games. They're one and two, but Bowling Green six and two at home. So give me Bowling Green minus one fifty on the money line. If you hear that, that's me flipping another page here. Don't worry. We got two more pages of college hoops. Who's having fun? Uh, can you keep up? This is a big day to keep up. Uh, next play for me. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. Let me see. Do I have all these right? I want to make sure I, I checked off all of these. Um, I didn't have that one. Never mind. Okay. Now I'm in the right direction. Uh, USC against Colorado. I'm going to go USC on the money line here, guys. Uh, I like this spot for USC. Uh, there was some movement on Colorado, so Colorado opened uh, getting, I think, was it what was it, two points at home. Uh, it got down at one point to one and a half. Now it's back up to two, and it looks like it's getting a little bit higher. I like kind of backing USC after they've only after they had that uh, kind of bad loss to Oregon, and they've lost two of their last three. So this is a team that maybe got a little too uh, cocky with you know being highly ranked and great record. They were undefeated for a while. Hopefully that's kind of giving them some perspective here. Uh, maybe you don't just say, let's roll the ball out in Trojans because we're the Trojans will win. So I kind of like betting on a good team after some bad losses. Uh, but I money-lined USC, minus 135. Ken Palm's got them winning by two. Greg Coops has them favored by three. Uh, Ken Palm's got USC ranked twenty six in the country versus 78 for Colorado. And a couple edges here. Uh, field goal shooting, USC 48% versus 44% for Colorado. Rebounding advantage, 42 versus 38 and both offense and defense, uh, edge here's to USC. USC is averaging 75 a game uh, versus 71 for Colorado. And defensively, USC giving up about 63 points a game versus 66 for Colorado. So give me USC here. Uh, USC on the money line minus 135. Next play, uh, let's go Louisiana, baby. Uh, I'm on Louisiana tonight. Let's go Louisiana on the money line minus 130. Louisiana is at home against South Alabama. Here's another fishy one. Louisiana's eight and seven, not great not terrible, you know, game of 500, but why is eight and seven Louis, uh, Louisiana favored over 12 and five South Alabama. this is a public given saying, you know, wrong team is favored. Again, if you go back to yesterday's pod, I hate when people say wrong team is favored. No, the correct team is favored. You think Vegas, the smartest people in the world just fell asleep at the wheel and put the minus sign in front of the wrong team. No, uh, the right team is always favored. That's just kind of a Twitter thing that people like to say and it makes you sound really smart. Like uh, again, that just kind of annoys me. The right team is always favored. Vegas, there's a reason they they're good at what they do. Uh, anyway, Louisiana money line. Why is an eight and seven favorite over twelve and five? Public says give me the twelve and five South Alabama team here. Uh, also, uh, South Al- Alabama's one two straight. Uh, Louisiana's lost two straight. So again, you got to take South Alabama, right? No way. Give me Louisiana here on the money line. They open laying two. Some books look like they may creep up to two and a half. Uh, but Louisiana's 5-1 at home. South Alabama, 1-4 on the road. Give me Louisiana, minus 130 money line. Next play for me, let's make some Basmati rice tonight. I like uh, the white fluffy rice. By the way, you ever go to Chipotle? I always look at the rice. I try to go brown rice because it's healthier, but it's hard to not get that white rice sometimes when it looks nice and fluffy. But anyway, let's go rice. I'm going to buy low on rice. They open as a four-point favorite at home against Old Dominion. The line's down to 2.5. So there's definitely some money coming in Old Dominion, but I think this creates a good spot now to buy low on Rice. I got Rice on the money line, minus 140. Ken Palm's got him winning by four. Uh, He's got him ranked 167 versus 190 for Old Dominion. Uh, Rice offense, 77 points a game versus 66 for Old Dominion. Uh, Better shooting team here. Rice shooting 47% versus 43% for Old Dominion. And Rice is good at home, uh, 6-1 at home. So give me Rice here on the money line, minus 140. Next play for me, Arkansas State. Uh, line really hasn't moved at all. Open five, pretty much stayed five. Uh, I did see a four and a half up to five, but give me Arkansas State on the money line. Uh, I got a minus 218. I think now they're minus 220, so not a big difference anyway. But Ken Palm's got a winning by five. He's got him ranked 180 versus Texas Arlington 228. Uh, they're both giving up 69 points a game defensively, but again, leaning on Arkansas State's offense, averaging 76 points a game versus 67 for Texas Arlington. Uh, field goal percentage, better shooting team, Ark State, 47% versus 43%. Another big home road split. Arkansas State seven and one at home, uh, Texas Arlington two and seven on the road. So give me that Arkansas State money line minus 220. Next play, have mercy. Uh, Lord have mercy, uh, uncle Jesse, which by the way, Bob Saget hated to see him pass away. Uh, people always think about Bob Saget as like full house, which again, that's where he was famous, but Bob Saget was really just a funny comedian, more of like his dark side of humor. Uh, so really that was terrible to see him unexpectedly pass away, but, uh, uncle Jesse, Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's go mercy tonight. Detroit mercy on the road at Wisconsin green Bay. Uh, this game open Detroit mercy, uh, actually laying like six. The line is down to five. Five and a half down to five, so it is dipping a little bit here. But I think this provides a good number to back Mercy, uh, Detroit here. I got a minus two fifteen on the money line. You may get find a two ten. I do see a two ten out there. Ken Palm's got him by five. Uh, this is more of a bet against uh, Wisconsin Green Bay than it is a bet on Mercy. But Wisconsin Green Bay three twenty nine in the country for Ken Palm. Detroit one ninety nine. Detroit better offense, sixty nine a game versus sixty one. Uh, Detroit is three and two in conference. Um and really a bet against Green Bay they're two and five in conference and they're three and thirteen overall so give me Detroit mercy uh, around minus two ten on the money line next play for me Tarleton State another fishy number here Tarleton State is eight and eleven California Baptist is eleven and six so why is Tarleton State who's a who's eight and eleven favored over Cap uh, Cal Baptist, who's eleven and six, why is eight and eleven favored over eleven and six? You can this applies, guys. These fishy numbers that don't make sense to the public. Uh, and again, I was there when I first started betting. Give me the points here. Better record. Why are they a dog? Uh, but you learn to kind of embrace these fishy numbers that don't make sense once you've been around the block a few times. Uh, but Tarleton State, uh, not a huge line move. They open lane five. Some books are up to five and a half. I got a minus two twenty on the money line. So another money line play. Ken Palm's got him by six. It's got them ranked 178 versus 239 for Cal Baptist. Uh, and, again, another home road split. Tarleton State, 7-1 at home. Cal Baptist, 0-4 on the road. Give me Tarleton State, minus 220 on the money line. Uh, how many more do we got left? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I got 6 left. We're almost there. 18 down, 6 to go. Uh, next play for me, Abilene Christian. Let's go Abilene Christian. Uh, this is another really public play that the public doesn't make uh, feel like it makes any sense. Abilene Christian has lost 4 straight. Seattle has won 5 straight. Abilene Christian is 11 and 6, but Seattle is 13 and 4. So, how do you not take Seattle, who's the better record and has won 5 straight, and Abilene has lost 5 straight? You got to take Seattle, right? Nope. Give me Abilene Christian on the money line. Uh, the open laying four. Public is all over Seattle, uh, yet this line has moved further toward Abilene Christian. Minus four up to minus 5.5. I see some sixes out there. So, this one's a little high. I laid the minus 250 on the money line, but let's just win the damn game, Abilene. Uh, Abilene is eight and two at home. Seattle two and three on the road. Uh, and again, Ken Palm's got Abilene by four, that's why I don't want to lay the five and a half for six now. But Abilene minus 250 on the money line. Next play for me, uh, UNLV. Let's go, UNLV. Similar, very similar spot as uh, as Abilene. Uh, UNLV's on the road at Air Force. They open uh, around a five and a half point favorite. Uh, I did see a six out there. Some of these uh, five and a halfs are now up to six. Uh, kind of a high number here. I got minus 240. But I'm on UNLV money line. Ken palm has got him by five, got him ranked much higher, 115 versus 249. And a big edge in two areas. Uh, one offensively. Uh, UNLV is averaging 71 points a game, only 59 for Air Force. And this is the biggest rebound discrepancy I've seen in a while. Uh, UNLV is averaging 37 rebounds a game. Air Force is averaging 27 rebounds a game. So let's let's dominate on the boards tonight. I'm on UNLV, minus 240. Uh, next play. What else do we got? Um wanna make sure. Did I have that checked off? Hold on, guys. I have so many bets I can't even keep track. Uh, Here it is. Okay. Uh, I was like UTM. What the hell is UTM? University of Tennessee Martin. I'm on Tennessee Martin at home against Austin P. Uh, Tennessee Martin open as a three point favorite. Uh, They've been steamed up to minus three and a half. It's a very low bet game. So again, uh, moves like this are meaningful in low bet games. Tells me wise guys are not overlooking this game. Uh, Ken Palm's got him by two. So that's why I'm going money line minus one fifty. Uh, but another good home or conference and home road splits um, this is more of a bet against App State or sorry against Austin P Austin P is 0 and3 in conference play they're two and seven on the road and Tennessee Martin's got some advantages here offensively 72 a game uh, versus 68 a game for Austin P and rebounding uh 36 boards a game versus around 30 for Austin P so give me uh Tennessee Martin minus 150 on the money line uh, and then we got a few more here what do we got we got one two we got three left. So 21 down, uh, three to go. Uh, next play for me, uh, Montana. Let's go Montana. Uh, Montana on the road at Portland State. Montana opened uh four-point favorite. They're either still four. I did see it down to three and a half, so maybe some Portland State money here. But, again, uh, some advantages to like about Montana here. Ken Palm's got them winning by two. He's got them ranked 171 versus 278. Uh, both offensive and defensive numbers favored Montana. 74 points a game versus 68. Uh, only allowing 63 versus 68 for Portland state far better shooting team uh, 45% versus, versus 39% in um, Montana's four and two in conference play Portland state is two and three in conference play. And uh, again, this is an 11 and six Montana team versus a four or nine Portland state team. This is what I call the don't overthink it play. Give me Montana on the money line. Uh, make make sure it's Montana, eight, four, one, eight, four, two, not Montana state. It's Montana. Uh, On the money line, minus 165. Uh, And then a couple more late-night sweats. We're going deep into the night, guys. Uh, Give me UC Davis. Uh, If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis uh, to all of my uh, Billy Madison fans out there. But anyway, uh, UC Davis, open as a three-point favorite on the road. They've been steamed up all the way to 4.5. This is a very low-bet, late-night game, 10 o'clock, but pros seem to really like UC Davis. I like UC Davis. Uh, On the money line, I got him 180. Offensively, or sorry, Ken Palm's got him winning by 2. Got them ranked 214 versus 298 for Northridge. Uh, offensively, UC Davis is averaging 71 a game versus 61 for Northridge. So big edge on offense, big edge shooting, 45% versus 39%. And this is another don't overthink it play. Uh, UC Davis is 7-5, and five, Northridge is 5-10. and 10. Give me UC Davis on the money line, minus 180 with a line move. And then last play of the night, we're staying up late. I told you we're staying up late. 11.30 p.m. start here, uh, Oregon State. This is the ultimate fishy number. Oregon State is three and thirteen, which is crazy because they had a good deep March Madness run, but they're three and thirteen. Uh Washington is eight and seven. So why is three and thirteen Oregon State favored over eight and seven Washington? Makes no sense. This game opened uh minus two and a half, pretty much stayed minus two and a half. I saw three down to two and a half, but either way, again, why is the three and thirteen favored three and thirteen team favored over the eight and team? Uh, public is saying, oddsmakers, you idiots, I'll take Washington plus the points all day. But nope, give me the fishy Oregon State Beavers play. Ken Palm's got him by three. Um, and the advantage here to me is your field goal shooting. Uh, 46% for Oregon State versus 39% for Washington. So another fishy number here. Uh, so did you get all that, guys? Did you get all that? Uh, real quick, let's run through it. Just, you know, if you want the lightning round here. Moneyline, St. Louis, minus 140. Georgia Southern, moneyline, minus 125. Purdue, moneyline, minus 160. James Madison, moneyline, minus 260. Uh, Drexel, moneyline, minus 220. Georgia State, moneyline, minus 240. Belmont, moneyline, minus 220. Tennessee Chattanooga, moneyline, minus 165. VMI, moneyline, minus 190. FAU Spread, our only spread play. FAU, spread, plus two. Western Illinois, moneyline, minus 240. Bowling Green. Money line minus one fifty. USC money line minus one thirty five. Louisiana, money line minus one thirty. Rice, money line minus one forty. Arkansas State, money line minus two twenty. Detroit, money line minus two ten. Tarleton State, uh, moneyline minus two twenty. Abilene, money line minus two fifty. UNLV, money line minus two forty. Tennessee Martin, money line minus one fifty. Montana, money line minus one sixty-five. UC Davis, money line minus one eighty. And the fishy beavers. Let's go beavers. Let's make a damn tonight. Uh, Oregon State, money line, minus 140. Whew, we did it. Oh, man, can you believe it? What a pod. Uh, I'm excited for college hoops tonight. Um, I did want to just very quickly tell you, buyback for the NFL, buyback on San Francisco. I don't know if this is a signal that um, these injured guys, Bosa, Fred Werner, Jimmy G, maybe they got some good reports that they'll be good to go here. But if you're waiting on San Fran getting six, Grab it now. It's falling down to five and a half or even five. So we can still find a six. I like San Francisco there. Uh, Tampa Bay, this is a back and forth. It looks like some smart money Rams plus three. It looks like it may get down to two and a half. But as soon as it got down to two and a half yesterday at South Point, uh, Jimmy Vaccaro took a huge bet on Tampa Bay minus two and a half. But it does look like based on the numbers, it is trending a little bit juice wise uh, toward the Rams here. Um, And then the last one, Buffalo, Kansas City uh, respect the money hitting Buffalo guys, uh, two and a half down to one and a half. I think there's a good spot to tease Buffalo up plus one and a half to plus seven and a half. And that was a lot of early steam in the week to the over 53, all the way to 55. But once it got to 55 over the last 24 hours, a ton of buyback on the under 55 is now down to 53 and a half. I forgot to mention, this is the stat I wanted to give you guys, um, in the divisional round, the last decade home favorites in the divisional round, straight up, doesn't doesn't matter the margin of victory i'm not talking spread this would be money line or just who wins these games the divisional round home favorites over the last decade divisional round home favorites this would apply tennessee green bay tampa bay and kc uh divisional round home favorites last decade 27 and 8 straight up 77% you've only made 2 units and you have a you know 3% roi it's, you're not making a ton of money but that just goes to show it cuz you're laying minus numbers but it goes to show you typically these divisional round home favorites win these games now, covering is a different case. It's 50-50. There's no edge, really. It's 17-18 and 18 against the spread. So I guess it's slight toward, toward the dog here. But with that in mind, I want, I'm want i going to money line Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, they have a rest advantage. It's a revenge game. Um, and uh, and I like Tampa Bay here on the money line. Uh, I, it will tease up Buffalo. Uh, and then also, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on San Fran plus six. I grabbed the six before it fell. But if you want to tease down Green Bay to just win the game, maybe pair it with Buffalo, I totally get that. Uh, and I know Michael Lombardi today, he liked um, Tennessee Titans. I like Cincinnati plus three and a half there. But I, I want to wait and see the juice. Does it trend back up to trend further to four? It went to four at Westgate yesterday, immediately got hit and came back down. So something to keep an eye out for. But keep that in mind. Divisional round home favorites, straight up, just winning the game. They're 27 and 8, 77%. So that's why I'm on Tom Brady. And how can you bet against Brady? Give me, give me Tom Brady here uh, on the money line around minus 150. There you have it, guys. A marathon epic podcast. I think we broke a record. For college hoops plays, again, volume betting, make sure you're uh, flat betting, you're betting trust, not bet to win. You don't have to play them all. I'm playing them all because I play every play we mentioned. But if you just want to pick out a couple you like, that's fine too. But just be prepared for a volume night. Uh, with that being said, guys, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, if it's become a staple of your day, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you picked up uh, some sports betting you know, education along the way, uh, maybe you had a really good night in college hoops last night, maybe you've become a puckhead because we've been doing very well with our systems here in hockey. Whatever it may be, if you enjoy the pod, you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in every day. There's one thing I ask of you, buy my book. Pick up a copy of the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Just go to Amazon.com, type it in, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's got uh, how lines are set, why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, uh, contrarian value, reverse line moves, steam moves, uh, line freezes, bankroll management, how to set a bankroll and how to um, you know kind of uh, keep it going. Uh, And then, of course, chapters for all the major sports, how to place a bet in person or online, all included. So, again, you got a a relative or a brother or an uncle or somebody who likes to bet. They're in maybe newly legalized New York with mobile, or maybe they're out in the desert, or maybe they're in Connecticut, wherever it may be. Uh, If you want to buy a copy for that buddy of yours who needs a leg up and needs to be explained why you should avoid parlays and especially avoid same-game parlays, this thing is becoming huge. You know why? Because the books are making a killing off same-game parlays, which is why you don't want to bet them. Because the whole percentage is like over 30%. Uh, But anyway, guys, if you want to pick up a copy, it would mean a lot to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, Big night. I'm excited. i got to get ready for Betting Across America. i got to turn this around pretty quick. Um, But whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, uh, the the brand-new Foxwoods in Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, uh, I see you virtually at the Virtual Bar in New York or in the desert, uh, at Circa, the beautiful, sparkling new Circa, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with the crew, uh, indoors or outdoors, getting a victory burger, or at the South Point where the True Grinders get down, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some great, great college hoops pet, uh, bets from last night. Show me money lines, ETSU, Creighton, Bama. Bama was a great one. Wake, Quinn, Southern Illinois, UVA, DePaul. How about the Colorado Avs? We did get our Orlando or, or, or ugh, our Orlando over, say that 10 times fast and the clippers over. But whatever you do, don't show me that tiki tack foul on uh, Iowa and don't show me an OKC over. Uh, good night last night, but I still can't believe OKC didn't go over. 30 points in the fourth quarter. That's pathetic. Anyway, guys, I wish you the best of luck. Have a great Thirsty Thursday. Hope to see you on Betting Cross America from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today. Me and my guy Mike Pritch. I believe it's a gamble and lose day. We've got gamble and lose breakdowns here. Uh, but a big day ahead. Uh, and, of course, uh, whether I see you at uh, – man, I just actually just told you that. See, I'm all over the place. I'm just excited to sweat some college hoops today. Uh, but my parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Nope. There's no such thing uh, as a guarantee or a lock. But if we consistently grind the model, grind the blueprint, we're not handicappers. Maybe you are. I'm not. But we're looking for sweet spots where we can identify games that are simultaneously against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, no parlays, uh, and get some closing line value, we're going pre- to be okay long term. We're going to be all right. Uh, so good luck, everyone. Let's have a night. Uh, Let's get some NHL winners. Let's have a big night in college hoops. Uh, I wish you the best of luck. Hope to see you at the window. And get ready tomorrow for Fade the Public Friday. Have a great Thursday, everyone. Good luck.